Two friends, three questions, whole lot of fucking cars. <laughs> whole lot of cars today. Welcome back to Two Friends, Three Questions. I'm your host, Uncle Blazer. Here with me, as always, my co-host, The Hills Have Eli's. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Uh, no, The Hills Have Eyes is fucked up. Yeah, I've heard that, and no. I don't do scary movies well, so I uh, it's not high on my uh, <laughs> to-watch list. No, it, it it's it's a bummer. It's definitely a bummer. It is an intense yeah. movie. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, one thing I have been watching lately that I've been like obsessed with is um, they did a uh, 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 like a reboot of High Fidelity and put it out on Hulu. Um, they put that out on Thursday, and I've watched most of the episodes already. So I am really into it. High Fidelity yes. is like one of my favorite movies ever, so the reboot's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, so it's good. I think it's yeah, I think it's really good. Um, that just sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> and, well, and, it, and it, they did it in a really good way. Like, so the 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 girl that plays the main character, I think, is super cool because it's um, Lisa Bonet's daughter, and Lisa Bonet was like in the original movie, so they got her to do like uh, John Cusack's role, and it's like female leads instead of John Cusack. So there's a lot of like uh references to the to like to the original movie but done in like a newer kind of like 2020 way. Jack Black's character they actually swapped out for a big sassy black woman which I think is hilarious. So <laughs> Hmm, interesting. So. Yeah. I I was just yeah, I mean, it, like I said, just in its core it it doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I I agree. I I can see where you're coming from, but I, I'm just such a big fan of that movie that um I, I think a TV show is super cool. Is I mean it's basically just about these people that own a record store hanging out, listening to music all day, talking about love, and like that's <laughs> that's the dream, right? Man. <laughs> which yeah, right. Which that is a good idea. So right. I guess maybe it makes more <laughs> sense than I thought. But that is surprising. Yeah. Um. So. Dig it. All right, Mitch. Well, uh, I think we should get while the getting's good. And make hay while the sun shines. <laughs> Mitch, what you drinking? I am drinking. So I actually have, I, I kind of have two drinks I'm going to be going back and forth on today. Um, the beer that I have selected is a Boulevard Brewing Company, uh, 80 Acre Hoppy Wheat Ale. So um, I have not had this before. It looked kind of fun. Um, so I'll try that out. Uh, and then I, my, my second drink on deck is going to be, I made a, I made a big batch of my, my famous coffee and cigarettes drink last night that I didn't get to finish. So I'm going to finish that up. So, oh, all <laughs> it, right. It's there potent you go. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be a good day. What about, right. uh, <laughs> what about you? What you got over on your end? All right. So today I have actually done some due diligence and actually got a possibly interesting beer uh it is from the columbus brewing company go-kart ghost super pale ale <laughs> that sounds kind of go-kart. awesome <laughs> um so yeah 
Other than that, I mean, I don't really have much. There's not much of a description. No fun thing to read. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't do enough homework on this one either, so I don't have anything fun to read. But I will tell you, it's pretty good. It's a it's a weed ale, but it's a. Uh, What's well, exactly like it says? It's a hoppy wheat ale, so it's uh, it's more along the lines of an IPA, but it's still like technically just a wheat, so it's pretty tame. Um, so yeah, I like it a lot. Three out of five stars. Three out of three out of five <laughs> hops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. God damn. I think skunky. Oh no. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> I, I was kind of worried it wasn't going to be. You were taking a long time to decide. Well, there's kind of nothing happening. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It, it it hits you like with like a really hoppy, skunky smell, and then you take a drink and then nothing. Like it hmm. barely has a taste. And I don't know if like, because a pale ale is different than an IPA. Yeah. Not sure how, but yeah. Right. I, I'm not real sure how either, <laughs> because they are both pale ales, but the the India pale ale is like, I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend it down. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll do some homework and we'll let you know next time. <laughs> I'm not going to promise that. I can't commit to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're probably. So. <laughs> but also, this is a super pale ale, so I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. It's it's not like bad, but it really just doesn't have much like flavor. Hmm. I don't have a. It's weird. It's almost like kind of bad because of how boring it is. There's nothing happening. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. I was, I was kind of bummed by that because the name sounds fun. Yeah, it's a, you know it's got a ghost. fucking go kart on there, and it's yeah. got like flames on the go kart, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, this is fun. A go kart ghost. <laughs> And then just, it is a ghost because it is dead on the inside. There is nothing <laughs> happening. We're rocking and rolling today, man. Yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of just jamming. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess I just don't, I don't have anything interesting to talk about. Yeah, me neither. Nothing crazy exciting happened this week. So I just will stick yeah. to the format for once. Well, yeah, uh, we could, we could do a Eli's video game corner. I've been playing some games. Yeah, let's get stick to the format. No, I'm just kidding. Let's hear about your uh, video games corner. <laughs> Finish Outstanding. Welcome to Eli's video game corner, where he talks about everything new, exciting in the world of video games. Uh, I played a game that came out like five years ago. Um, no, I, I started playing Final Fantasy 15. Oh yeah, and it's fucking rad. Yeah. I I just didn't like I mean people liked it and responded well to it. I just I have only played a handful of the Final Fantasy uh games. Uh but yeah, 15 is really fucking cool. So it's like it here's the premise, Mitch. It's basically like it, it I mean it's a Final Fantasy game, so there's like kings and princes and mm-hmm. like provinces. And is is it, it the fifteenth installment? As in, they made they've made fifteen of these damn games. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. so many. 
Why? Well, they've had, they they've kind of made more than that because not only do they have game like so like Final Fantasy X, there's also Final Fantasy X two. Just um, called eleven. And, well, but it's the <laughs> same universe. It's like the same game with different characters. Sure, sure. Why not? Right, right, it, uh, right. Um, so, but it's set in modern times, so they have like smartphones and shit. Okay. And like cars. <laughs> um, but what is cool, it's basically these four guys. One is a prince. The rest are kind of like his royal guard. And they're just like on a road trip. Hmm, okay. So you're just taking this like cool road trip. Like, and you could go to like order, like you can, like you can cook and like <laughs> make food and they all make food and they're all just like hanging out, like being bros. Um, it, it's just a cool like I immediately fell in love with it. It's kind of like Stand by Me, <laughs> okay. but Final Fantasy. Okay, you know what I, I'm saying. I, I dig that idea. Yeah, and it opened. Oh, that's hilarious that I said that too because I forgot it opened uh, with a cover of Stand by Me, the song uh, oh. by Florence and the Machine. Oh no way! That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty. And badass. I was. Yeah. I was just playing it and I was like, what? This is fucking cool. <laughs> like it just, it was very different from other final fantasy games. Yeah. No, that, yeah, so. that sounds really, yeah. Different and unique and pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And, um, all right, Garrett, I'm going to, I'm going to settle something for Garrett real quick. So my favorite final fantasy is 12. My favorite, Modern fi- Final Fantasy is probably going to be 15 because it's so good, and I don't like 13, and I don't even remember what 14 was. <laughs> um, oh, that's the MMO. Um, but my favorite turn-based Final Fantasy is, is 10. Okay, all right. Which is well, there you go, Garrett. Garrett's favorite Final Fantasy. Nice, yeah. My favorite would have to be. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted you to have an opinion. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have an opinion. I've not played a single minute of a single Final Fantasy game. Well, I brought it up because I think you would like 15. Yeah, okay. I think it, I think it would reel you in a little bit. From what you tell um, me, it sounds interesting, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would be... I, I it, it would have potential. Other than that, I played the beta for uh, Bleeding Edge, which is, eh, not great. Mm-hmm, it's okay. like Overwatch, but kind of worse. <laughs> okay. So, you know, um, oh, I, so I have been playing Madden 20, by the way. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. That's a game I would enjoy. Right. Cause I have <laughs> EA access. Um, so they finally put it on there. So now I, now I can play Madden 20. Um, yeah. Madden games suck now, bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> they're, they're so bad. Like, because it doesn't feel like Madden. Like Madden has always been not like super high realistic football, mm-hmm. but what they have done is the old Maddens that like probably you and me are more familiar with use like collision mechanics mm-hmm. for their gameplay. They switched in this modern era to do animations. So instead of it like so like when you're the ball carrier and you have the ball in the old Maddens. The characters would collide and have a they would actually like do stuff based off that right. now they just turned it into pre-scripted animations huh so that shit sounds- will just ha- 
yeah. yeah, shit will just happen, and you don't really have control over it. Like, I I have seen, and it's happened to me where it's it's like things are predetermined. Mm-hmm. So like I was doing a a toss play, okay, snap the ball, toss you know toss to the running back. The ball is out of my quarterback's hands. But then I get hit by a linebacker. The ball comes back into my hands and I get sacked. Wow. <laughs> Just because it's pretty, that doesn't even sound fun at that point. Like, it's the kind game's of a bummer, bro. Going into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. Um, I mean, it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like these really bad animations, like, and it just, yeah, I mean, it's, and, and now, like, there's no game modes. There literally, you can only play franchise mode, which is totally stripped, by the way. You can't make a custom team. You can't do any of that shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's all gone. That's been gone for years. You can only do franchise, like, play now, and then ultimate team. Ultimate team is the fucking killer, man. It's killed it. What is that? What is ultimate team? Oh, do you not really know about it? No. Yeah, so, okay, you're going to love this. So <laughs> okay. here's here's how Ultimate Team works. And it's in every EA Sports game. And, like, I've dabbled in the, the hockey Ultimate Team. So you spend money, you spend real-life money. <laughs> okay. Already don't vir- like this. <laughs> on virtual trading cards. <laughs> okay. That, that you use to make up your football team. And then you go play online against other people. So basically, the more you spend, the better your team is. Yep. Now you don't. Ha- now the the thing is, is you don't have to spend money. Yeah. Right. But if you don't, it's like hours and hours to get these card packs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it. Yeah. I, but that's all they. I mean, it's just the thing. I mean, it's just uh, you're in a loading screen, and then it's like limited time. Warren Sap, get it now. And it's like fucking. It, you're just, they push it it's like all they give a shit about i and it's because it makes money it's right, my first sure. transaction yeah that is kind of frustrating yeah huh. so it's a little disappointing as a lifelong madden fan yeah right hmm. but they are right. supposedly making a college football game finally they're finally coming out with a new college football game and they also just came out with a new uh, well, they're going to come out with a new MLB game. Oh, cool. But you can only play it on PS4, which I'm yeah, really bummed. that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> because I really want to play a baseball game with you. Yeah, dude. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, but yeah. All right. Well, that was Eli's Video Game Corner. Uh, okay, cool. Let's get into a lightning round. Question number one. What is the worst experience you've ever had at a restaurant? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know what it is immediately. (laughs) Okay. I'm not, I'm not super proud. Because I lost my shit. Oh, no. (laughs) Eli made a scene. (laughs) I want to hear this so bad. So it was at, it was at a rooster's. Mm Mm-hmm. And I went there with the old lady, and we weren't having a particularly good day. We were both in bad moods, and we were literally there to just, like, eat and vent and just, like, bitch about stuff. And 
we got our check and I wanted to go. And I kind of forgot that because every restaurant is slightly different because when you get your check, you either pay your waitress or you go up to the cash register and pay your ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I wanted to go and I forgot that at Roosters, you pay the waitress. I just forgot. So I went up and I had the receipt and I was just like, yeah, sorry, I just wanted to pay my check. I don't. And then this waitress. Who had who had her hands full, and she was busy. She was like, "Um, you pay your waitress." <laughs> and I was like, "Cool." And I and she's like, "You want me to get her?" And I'm like, "Nope, you're good." <laughs> Jesus, yeah, don't overexert yourself. <laughs> I went, dude. I went back to that table and I fucking slammed that check down. And they sent that waitress over, and I was like, you need to fucking teach her how to talk to people. I said, that was bullshit. I said, I was confused and forgot that I needed to pay you, and I literally went up to ask her, and she bit my fucking head off. Dang, dude, yeah. That's... And it, and I, dude, Charlotte was so embarrassed, and people were staring. And I had to tell the waitress, I said, you were fine. I'm not, I'm just mad that she decided to bite my fucking head off when I asked a simple question. Yeah, right, right. And I, and at the time, I, you know, worked at fucking Rite Aid. I worked for a retail store. I was like, if I fucking did that, I'd lose my job. Okay. Like I was, I went (laughs) off and apparently their like ticketing system went down and the kitchen was like super crazy busy. And she was trying to help the kitchen and she was just stressed and stuff, which I get, but I'm sorry that it's not how you fucking handle it. Exactly. Yeah. Shit happens. Like you're still in a customer facing job and I've worked retail before. I understand like you have to have, I'm, I'm fake as hell. Like I will be the nicest fucking guy. And then Mm -hmm. as soon as you leave, I'll, I'll cuss the shit out of you. But (laughs) to your face, I'm the nicest guy. And that's how it should be in customer service jobs. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and just like, now I shouldn't have yelled and I shouldn't have, I did. I yelled and I shouldn't have. Right. Um, because that wasn't cool, but I was it. I I felt humiliated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think is ever okay as a customer. Yeah, right, right. And that's kind of why I lost my cool. And yeah. I I haven't worked food, and I know food even has like a whole another level of stress. Um, but like I said, still, like you don't need to make me feel like shit. I just got confused. I didn't remember. Because I don't mm. go. Because first off, roosters ain't that fucking good. Okay, right, right. It frick, you stole Fricker's design, and it's <laughs> shittier. Exactly. So fuck off. Like, don't you know? I would go to Fricker's, uh, but you're the shitty restaurant I have in town. So you know, get over your fucking self. All right, yeah, exactly. I'll go down the fucking street and I'll go to Applebee's. All right, if you really want. <laughs> so I didn't go to that roosters for like a year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so that was the worst experience. But then I realized, you know, I, I was a little bit of an ass. I didn't need to take it to that extreme. Um, but I don't know. Don't fucking talk to me that way. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, you're. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's common. It's common decency to just like. Yeah. Um, mine is kind of similar. So actually, the the worst experience I've ever had was just a really shitty waitress I had one time at La Rosa's and I might have told you this story because it was the La Rosa's that Garrett used to work at and uh, so I went okay. there with my brother and Erica and um, we from the minute we sat down like this waitress just 
hated us for zero reason. She did not like she was not in a mood to be serving customers. And like I I'm I'm a very low key guy. I, I'm very easy to please. Like right. I <laughs> I don't and I'm not one of these Karen's that freak out about bad customer service. Like I'll put up with a lot because I have worked in like customer service and retail. So <laughs> and, and real quick, I real quick, I do want to clarify. I am that way too. Yeah. And for I'm sure. worried this that. story yeah. makes me seem that way. But that's how fucking rude that person working the counter was to me that it caused me to lose my shit <laughs> right because yeah. of her bitchy ass tone yeah um, exactly because she just seemed like every you know popular girl in high school and i was like <laughs> i'm sorry you work at a fucking roosters don't talk to me that way exactly yeah so anyways continue i'm sorry so, yeah, i just wanted no, to clarify that's uh, yeah no I, I i get it yeah and i think the listeners did too but um so this server we had was um uh just in the the worst mood to be to be around customers um and it seemed like from the minute we sat down we annoyed her just by being there and um there was no there was no like hey how you doing welcome to or there was nothing that which i don't which i don't need i don't need that but that being said like if you're it it doesn't even like if you're being in a customer service job is one thing but like if someone were to act that way to me in public i'd be like wow that guy's a dick and this lady and every time we asked yeah. for a refill she would like roll her eyes and act like we were putting her out by asking for a refill um, she literally rolled her eyes at us on multiple occasions so you know after that happened it's the only time i've ever not tipped a waitress um because like i said i've done customer service before i've i've even worked at a restaurant so i know it's shitty to not get tipped on something but like i can't you know verify spending any amount of money on someone that treats me like i sh- am putting her out by being in their business so um yeah so that's the only time i didn't tip and actually my 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 and this i don't uh i don't concur with but my brother uh actually is the one that paid and next to the tip line he wrote don't be a shitty waitress <laughs> and <Ooh. laughs> which i know but i agree with him she was <laughs> I, I, dude i just i think people have a breaking point and i really and i think that because that it's like you kind of said <laughs> like we've worked those shitty jobs like we've been there <laughs> right so the right. level that it takes <laughs> to get us to do something like that or even think about it is yeah. pretty high exactly yeah. So that 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 does feel a little bit pushy. Uh, it, it, it it crossed the line a little bit, but that being li- said, it's my brother's story. I didn't do it, but I didn't right. stop him. I did. It, I, I agree. Like though, but like I mean, I think I think there's a proper way to really handle those situations. Just get a manager. Yeah. Talk to a manager. I want a different waitress. I don't want this person to help me. Very rude. Right. Um. Yeah, just yeah, no. My, my shit's free. Like yeah, right. I, I don't know. I I hate when people do that, but there is a limit, man. You don't have to like just because you're empathetic and you've been there and you know there there are people who are really shitty to people who work customer service. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you have to just roll over and just have a, a really bad experience. It's still your money. You're still exactly. a customer. Right, right. <laughs> if someone goes out of your way to give you a really bad experience, then you don't have... I mean, you can voice that. It's just right. like wh- where I overstepped was like yelling at someone who it was not their <laughs> fault at all. 
and your brother maybe overstepped a little bit by being a little antagonistic about the whole thing. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but the worst part about that story is so we 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 wrote "Don't be a shitty waitress" and then we left, and I left my sunglasses at the table, so I had to run back in real quick and like hope to God she hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, "Oh, this is if she." Oh man! Like luckily, I got my sunglasses, got out of there real fast, but. <laughs> And That's I mean, funny. I get it. I mean, she she was having a rough day, but at the same time, like I'm paying you money to to like do the bare minimum, and you're and you're not like. <laughs> uh, I, no, I'm I'm rolling your eyes. Like, no, fuck off. You're it, you're a bitch. Exactly. Like, you're, you're being an asshole. You're not having a bad day. Mm-hmm. If you had if you had that bad of a fucking day, you wouldn't be at fucking work. I'm sorry. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Anyway, that was our weird Karen moments. A little time to bitch about. <laughs> That's a good way to put served. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Question two. Very very different. All right, we're going to do a fuck, Mary kill. All right. Haven't done one of these in a while. All they right. Haven't. We got Bigfoot. We got the Loch Ness Monster. We got an alien. Hmm. Go. I kind of want to fuck an alien. <laughs> I kind of want to kill Bigfoot. <laughs> Why would you want to kill Bigfoot? He doesn't seem like that bad of a guy. Just epic showdown. <laughs> that would Bigfoot. be, yeah, that would be a pretty badass trophy to have in your room. Like, you ever, yeah. you ever been over to somebody's house and they've got like a deer with like twelve right. point antlers on their wall? Like, how right. bad, how badass would it be if I just went over to your house and you had like a Bigfoot head on your yeah. wall? Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, Bigfoot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I killed I'm sorry. Him. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking killed. I yeah, I just snuck up behind him. him and just like sawed his neck off with <laughs> a saw. <laughs> Right. So yeah, I think I would I think I would fucking alien just to know what that's like. Uh I don't know, they seem squishy, so Sure, sure. And uh, the thing about aliens is uh, uh I think they can shape shift too, at least according to the movie Signs. Uh <laughs> So uh, potentially like he could, you know, he or she could take the shape of really anything. So at that point, you don't even have to know you're fucking an alien. They didn't shape shift in Signs. <laughs> Did they not? No. There's well, what movie is that? Am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. I I know it, it, it. Signs Signs was the whole water thing. They yeah, water okay, okay. destroyed them, which is hilarious. I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can we just just real quick? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's take a sidebar because I'm just, I'm, just I'm with real you. fast sidebar. Aliens, these advanced species who have all these you know plane you know ships or whatever, just and and are just literally killed by water. Go to a planet that is literally seventy five percent water. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to know it. You could just look out the window of the spacecraft and look at the <laughs> fucking planet and see that it's mainly water. Yeah, exactly. And then you should just be like. Like, yeah, we probably shouldn't go there. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, there's humans there. Uh, we made some crop circles. Clearly, there's, uh, I, and it was like a giant fucking invasion too. I look, M, I, I think M Night Shyamalan is actually a genius. It just nobody tells him no. That's the problem. Nobody <laughs> sure, helps sure. him figure anything out. He's just like, you know, with the twist, and he does it, <laughs> and nobody fucking, you know thinks about it but god and signs is a great fucking movie mm-hmm. that's the thing i think it's a phenomenal movie but it just is the 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 atrocity against sci-fi that is the fact that they went to a planet that's 75 percent water is just is unforgivable <laughs> right right um did you ever see the the movie super eight 
It's not Shyamalan, but I think it's J.J. Abrams. Even, no, even, I, no it's Steven, I think it's Steven Spielberg. Um, so that no. one was a, was even more ridiculous than Signs. Um, okay. Signs gets a pass for me because it was not as bad as figure, or yeah, figure, yeah, Super 8. Um, I, so basically what happened in Super 8 is it's kind of like one of those, uh, it's similar along the same lines of Signs. Like aliens are you know coming to harvest our bodies. How are we right. going to take care of them? But basically the, the movie ends with this kid just like talking to the alien and being like, "Hey man, why are you, why why are you doing this? Everything okay?" And then the alien's like, he he gets soft all of a sudden. He's just like, "Oh man, these people are nice." And then like that's how it is. It's like a happy. That's ending. fucking hilarious. <laughs> that <laughs> is amazing. Exactly. Like the conflict is resolved by a kid just being like, "Hey man, we should talk about it." <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you spent two hours like fighting aliens, and then it resolves with just like a therapy session, and the alien being like, "All right, man, I'll, we'll get we'll get pizza on Tuesday. I'll call you." <laughs> That is fucking incredible. I'm gonna watch. I'm literally. I'm gonna rent that movie today you, you and fucking to. watch it. You definitely need to, because <laughs> it's a pretty hilarious. good movie. Otherwise, it's kind of like uh, it's the it's got a bunch of kids, so it's kind of like like Goonies, the like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Huh. No that that uh, that intrigues me because that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. That sounds. <laughs> so goofy it is ridiculous <laughs> well um yeah uh, okay, so, so yeah sorry sorry about the sidebar there uh no we got i think the podcast fine. really should just be called tangents and sidebars yeah pretty that's pretty much what it is yeah that's really what it is at this point but anyways yeah i would fuck an alien i'd kill bigfoot and i'd marry the loch ness monster because i'd get all the treasure in scotland <laughs> if i do that is a really good answer and i think i <laughs> Uh, I think I agree with every single one. So. <laughs> I, I agree with it all. And we the are reason. on the same page. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay. So, question three. Um, last week, we talked about Vine for a little bit, and you kind of brought up something that I was kind of curious about. You said you posted a few Vines you were kind of proud of and thought they would gain a little more traction, but I wanted to save it for this podcast. Do you, what what's like the best vine you ever posted? The one that actually got like close to a thousand loops was me shirtless. <laughs> Love it already. And I said <laughs> so it, it it it's hard to describe a vine. I'm realizing this already. Yeah. So it's it's probably not going to sound as the the slapstickiness of it will probably not be translated. So I'm shirtless and I say, it's like my dad used to say, and then it cuts to me shirtless with a, I, what I, I literally took an empty bottle of Jaeger, filled it up with water and, um, Oh no, I think I did pop because I wanted it to look like Jaeger. (laughs) Okay. So I, so it's like me looking at the camera. I'm like, it's like my dad used to say, and then it cuts to me shirtless with this bottle of Jaeger filled with soda. So it looked like Jaeger. And I'm like storming through the house and I'm like just like drinking it and spilled it on myself. And I'm like, shut up. I didn't hit your mom that hard. <laughs> and that got that got a little bit like it okay. had quite a few loops at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was the funniest one I did. Okay. Yeah. That That's was the one where I actually funny. wrote a joke and executed the joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that was pretty awesome. Um, there was one that 
I mean, it, it didn't do anything, but I think it could have if it got into the right hands. I was drunk at a friend's house, <laughs> and we're trying to. He's trying to go to bed. <laughs> it's just me with a can of body spray and a lighter, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god! And you just hear him like, "Bro, what the fuck?" <laughs> That's awesome. Um. So there was that one. Uh, there was one I did, I think at CCU where these lizards were like fighting <laughs> and I just decided to record it and just be like, lizard sex, <laughs> lizard sex. And then I like made lizard sex noises for a while. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> full six seconds, man. I don't, I don't know why that didn't go viral, man. That would have been <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Lizard sex. Hashtag liquor, lizard sex. <laughs> Just didn't didn't do very good, but yeah, that the one I actually wrote, I I, I still think is funny, but apparently Vine didn't. So. Uh, apparently not. Um, yeah, I got it. I got into it a little bit, not as much as you did. Like I didn't write jokes or did do skits or anything like that. Um, I mostly kind of just treated it like I did like my Instagram where I would like take a short video of like something I was doing, which I don't think is the right way to use Vine. Um, but the yeah. only thing that I ever had that I was like proud of that I was like, Oh, this could actually be kind of funny was, um, <clears throat> and it was around the time, this is going to date it a little bit. It was around the time the last season of breaking bad was coming out so everybody mm-hmm. was talking about breaking bad and like oh my god what's gonna happen it's gonna uh it's, this is like it, it, the most insane show ever which it is but um uh so I, I took a little video of like the the part of breaking bad where brian cranston is like taking all the money and then like gonna go start a new life somewhere and he says something like i'm gonna hide out and uh start start a new life somewhere and then i shot that video and then i went over to so there's actually a part of seinfeld where brian cranston is a dentist (laughs) he's the dentist for uh holy shit yeah (laughs) so I, i i and then i took a little shot of the video where he's like being a dentist and it was like, and my caption it like how breaking bad will probably end. And I was like, this is hilarious. And then I got like 20 plays or loops or whatever you call it. I was like, damn it. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's funny. That's a bit, that's a bit. That, like, that's, that's a bit. Yeah. 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 No, that's, <laughs> that's funny. And you're right. You were, you're very correct. I forgot about that. Uh, cause he used to do, he also did voiceover work early in his career. I don't know if you know this, that he did like voiceover work for like Power Rangers. Oh really? I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. He did voiceover work for Power Rangers and uh, Call of Duty games. Oh wow. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Real early on. I love Brian Cranston. Oh yeah. He's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I, I was a big fan of Malcolm in the middle when I was a kid. That was a really good show and he was the dad in that. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I always tried to watch it as a kid, and I didn't really get it. But as I got older, that is a, a really good show. It seems like it would be right up your alley. Just a bunch of like, uh, you know, lower class white trash family members just trying to get by. Yeah. No. I, I, one, <laughs> once I got to an age to appreciate that, I was like, yeah, yeah no, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> and and Brian Cranston is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is. I probably have already mentioned this. There is a video <laughs> where. He does, I don't even know what it was for. He just, there is just this comedy video out there where he does, instead of like, it parodies My Super Sweet 16. So instead of doing <laughs> My Super Sweet 16, it's My Super Sweet 60. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. 
so he does that as like you know he's turning 60 or whatever and yeah. like he has like he's like yelling at like these two incredibly old people it, i mean it's phenomenal like okay. he's just so good yeah he, oh, he's hilarious man i'll definitely have to check that out <laughs> i just i it's seared into my brain yeah. um yeah god i miss fine i yeah. want it to come back so bad yeah road work ahead uh yeah i sure hope it does <laughs> so stupid uh my favorite vine that i will go back and watch to this day is that guy and we've talked about it before it's the guy that um quotes dexter where the black guy's like surprise motherfucker (laughs) and the guy me and erica will just quote this all the time we'll just be like supplies motherfucker Rude dies, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, some fries, motherfucker. <laughs> dude, that dude, that dude killed it. I wonder if he's yeah, on dude. YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bo Burnham actually had a pretty good Vine page for a while. He was doing some he, pretty good vines. He 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 really did. Um, what's my favorite one? He I I think I really love like yeah. Can I get a large number three? And then he. <laughs> It cuts to him driving with a giant inflatable three. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh, I like the glove box one. Like, get a new name. You're not a box, and nobody wears gloves anymore. <laughs> Woo! Like that. That I quote. Just that weird one, shit. So. Yeah. One of my favorites he did was. Um, is, do you remember that uh, Diet Coke commercial that had like Taylor Swift in it, and she's like writing a song? He took like the video from that, and then like he just overdubbed. He wrote, he was like, uh, she's so she's writing on the pad with her guitar, and he's like, "Dear Diet Coke, thanks for thanks for the three million dollars." Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did a fine with with the guy from New Girl that plays Winston. Do you remember oh, that? Really? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, I yeah, love that he, guy. he because he stood there and, and he had a card, and he's like, it, "It was a it was a like a heart like a heart card. It was a red card." Like playing card. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn this card black. And he Oh flicks yes, it. I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just the guy the guy that plays Winston from New Girl. And I guess they're like cool with their friends or something. <laughs> yeah. It was just very random. Yeah, that's super funny. Um, all right. So if you're ready to get into the meat and potatoes, I think we should oh, do that. Oh my god, my beard makes so much sense. It's a go-kart. We're talking about Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, shit. Fuck me. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I'm so good at this. Yes. Way faster, way furiouser. Way, way more bullshit. All right. <laughs> too Fast, Too Furious. Mitch. What? What? Here. What? What? What is? What was your opinion? Did you like the movie? Let's start there. I liked the movie. Okay. And th- and I say that with a lot of caveats. Which we'll get into. <laughs> so, so you <laughs> but didn't... overall, yes. Okay. You didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I continued to watch the entire thing um, from its fun, campy, action-packed aspect. That was enough to keep me watching it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I agree. I have seen this movie literally hundreds of times over the course of so many years and really for no other reason than it's kind of just like when you like a movie as a kid and then you keep watching it as a kid and you get a little bit older and you keep watching you know it's kind of just one of those it's just nostalgia yeah 
Right, right. That's why I watch. I watch School of Rock probably twice a twice a year. <laughs> right. So yeah, like yeah, it's it's kind of that thing. Um, so with that being said, I I don't feel like we need to go bit by bit on on the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. I I think we should just really talk about any any big notes that we had and and kind of compare it to the first one because my biggest thing my biggest opinion is i don't think this movie knew what it wanted to do yeah yeah because i'm just like is this a crime movie is it a car movie is it and it (laughs) lost any of the charm the first one had yeah exactly like immediately and the whole miami thing is nauseating i mean they say the (laughs) word miami seven thousand fucking times yeah yeah uh it's like girls in bikinis girls in bikinis girls in bikinis (laughs) it's like i kind of get it i mean it's miami it's fucking florida all right it's not that great right (laughs) um the first thing i'll talk about is uh, compared to the first movie what is there is the ridiculous racial stereotypes are still present in the second movie. <laughs> yeah, and now they're a little bit less forgivable. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. There's like the my favorite is like that opening scene where like they introduce the Asian girl, the driver, and her car is basically decked out in like Hello Kitty uh, shit, and right. she's you know she's the stereotypical Asian female driver. Um, and then even actually, there's one scene where it like zooms in on the center console of her car. And she's got like a fucking iPad or something, which is weird because I'm pretty sure this was made before iPads existed. So right. it was just like, oh, this futuristic like Asian girl. It's all about technology and Hello Kitty. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is she good at math too? Like, yeah, we probably. get it. Like, <laughs> and I think that's that's, and I think that's why we're like, I think we're only bringing attention to that because it's so clearly like like stupid. Yeah. Like they're the ones who want you to be like they're Asian, they are this way or they're Latino because dude, oh my god, the Hispanic people in this movie get fucked over. Yeah. They're all like what what you say essay and like just fucking race like it's racist bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. It, I I just yeah, it it's it's nauseating and I think Roman being uh tyrese tyrese yeah whoever the fuck had a little problems with his character i'm just gonna be honest i i think what happened was they they after the first movie i it really is bizarre Mm because this is what i have to talk about so after the first movie there's no vin diesel Mm -hmm. there's fucking nobody from the first movie besides like the cop the fbi guy Okay, so that's weird. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So then they get. I, I just think they were like, there's not enough black people in the movie. So let's get a <laughs> black co-star. And I and I only say that because I think that's what they thought. Yeah. And then he's on house arrest. Oh, he of course. Has a gun like a <laughs> bunch of the movie. It, and it and it just like it, they make him so fucking unredeemable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of a he's. I fucking hate him. I really don't like him that much. Right. And right. they're like cocky black guy. That was yeah. their through line. Cocky black yeah. guy. Right. I, and I, don't know. I think that kind of that kind of goes along with one of my points that I wrote down was um, this. 
everyone in this movie is such a bad actor. And I say that including mm-hmm. Paul Walker. I don't know why people love Paul Walker so much. He is so stone faced the entire time. Yeah. Um, zero, like, you know, zero subtlety um, that I actually wrote down. I think I'm watching The Room. Uh, <laughs> because there was no subtlety in the script or anything like that. They didn't trust the viewer enough to figure out what was going on that yes. they recapped the story. Like every, probably every 20 minutes there was like, okay, we've got a, so we have to go f- get this guy. And if, if the, if the cops catch us, we'll go to jail. But if not, we'll be killed by the cartel member. Like, well, you know what that means? Yes, we have to do it our way. Like, okay, (laughs) we got that from watching the movie. You don't have to say it. There's a time when Tyrese was like, I have a real problem with authority. Yeah, I fucking know the way you've been acting your actions for the last 45 minutes. Like, let me know that you don't have to say it. (laughs) Right. It's just like, they might as well just sit time just be like I'm conflicted <laughs> right like in like in the room when like somebody was on the phone and they would be like all right goodbye like people don't say goodbye in movies but they did in the room and I feel like that's how this movie right. was written just like the most third grade elementary like okay well I'm leaving the room now so I better say goodbye <laughs> right I, I I would refer to it as acting out loud yeah there you go yeah where yeah there is no subtext at yeah. all in this and I, I my biggest thing is comparing it to the first movie and the reason i say that is because now there's a shit ton of cgi for no fucking reason mm-hmm. and it looks yeah. terrible i mean right. I, I i even at the time i don't think that was very <laughs> good i mean the matrix yeah. i'm sure came out like five years before that piece of shit Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, the Matrix still looks cool. Yeah. Speaking of CGI, what is with this weird, like, harpoon gun that, like, Dexter's dad has <laughs> in that know. first scene that, like, shoots the car and, like, kills it or something? Like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, it's like a goddamn, like a, I mean, they're like a Batman villain. Like, yeah, with the right. shit they have, you know? Like, yeah. Why do you have this? No, I agree. And and it's just like, I mean, I know that these movies are meant to be fun. I I just don't think that I my whole thing is I genuinely like the first movie. Mm-hmm. I genuinely like that movie. I thought it was good. I thought the conflict was real in it. There was like yeah. real shit everyone was kind of dealing with. I I didn't really buy it in this one, man. Right. It's like they're taking down a fucking drug kingpin. Yeah, yeah. And the the the, the I think the reason I liked the first movie compared to this one is because, like you said, that conflict where uh, Paul Walker's character, like you could actually believe, like, oh, he's a cop, but he's really close to the, um, you know, these people that he's, uh, um, you know going undercover for like he doesn't you know he's torn but then in this second movie he like is very anti-cop like it's kind of crazy that like well i'm jumping ahead a bit but like the very last like chase scene like they're wrecking cop cars and he's like psyched about it he was like yeah i just killed like 30 cops like you used to be a cop man like not one movie ago Right, I I kind of got that too. It's like because because he let Vin Diesel go, he's not a cop anymore, and now he's like yeah. just on the fringe of society. It's like I'm. I mean, I feel like you could still be a cop. I I don't. It, it yeah. It just it doesn't. And, and and not that like Paul Walker has any ability to sell anything. 
Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. gee, I mean, he. I don't know if he is worse or not than the first movie. It's so hard to fucking tell because this guy, <laughs> it, he's he's just not an actor. Right. Yeah. I mean, it. I like he's not, and I. That's what I don't get. I don't get about Paul Walker, and I don't mean to like harp on a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. it was really sad what happened to him, and I mean, I don't, I, I really, we're not trying to make light of it. I'm just trying to understand why people like these movies. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, so I mean, it's the kind of the same. Like, you know, the people love Michael Bay movies because if you go into it thinking like, oh, this is going to be a fun, campy summer film, um, then it's going to be awesome. And I, but, but I, I feel like the uh, Fast and Furious series wants to be a little bit more deeper than that but it's not but they're pretentious about it they're like oh yeah we're we have an action movie that's also like really deep and all sort of second meanings but it's like if if they just i don't know man if they just come to terms with what they are i would enjoy it more (laughs) yeah right like because you could lean into it a little bit Mm -hmm. because sometimes those Michael Bay movies and and stuff is self-aware enough to not try to do anything else. And yeah. this undercover cop bullshit <laughs> yeah. really does not work in this one at all. Like, yeah. the whole, like... I mean, it's just, like, baffling. Like, where, like, fucking Roman, like, shoots at the cops just because they're there. That's kind of like, okay... Black guy with a gun. I'm not real sure what yep. we were thinking here. This seems pretty fucked up. Then right. later on, they like get in a fight. You ever shoot at me again, mother? You know, and it's just like this is this is just dumb. Like, why is this element in the movie? I don't feel like it needs to be there. Right. I yeah. think it's just there to make them the good guys. Because if they weren't yeah. helping law enforcement, they would just be fucking criminals. But then, mm-hmm. in that sense, it may be funner to watch. <laughs> I, I would yeah, still root exactly. for them. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that I'm and that's just where I'm so confused about where these movies go, because the next movie. I do want to put this out here. This next movie has nobody from these first two movies. And I'm not kidding. Paul Walker is not in three. Really? I thought Vin Diesel makes a comeback. Is that when is that? Because he's in more than just the first, right? Yeah. Yeah, they so four is when they go back to the original people okay. from the first movie. Three is like a side story. Yeah. Okay. So so that so yeah right like this. I mean, this is worse than Star Wars, bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> you make a movie. You make a, you make the first one. The second one is set after in a completely different location with only one of the characters. Then you yeah. make a third movie that literally is in a different country and has nobody from the first two films right. that I'm pretty sure is like a prequel, I think. And oh then, my God, like, okay. I mean, dude, it's it, dude, it, it is it is pretty much the MCU. I mean, we are talking about yeah. a movie franchise that I, I mean, I don't I don't understand it at all. Yeah. And right. I don't know what the other 12 movies are. I don't understand <laughs> what happens. And that's why I wanted to do this, because I just have to know. Like, Ludacris is still in them? So this is <laughs> Ludacris's first appearance. This guy who's chilling down in Miami, like, doing illegal side betting. He's in the rest mm-hmm. of the fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What? Why? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> um, since you brought it up, one of the things that I couldn't get past was the, about the whole undercover thing is uh, they made Eva Mendez's character like fuck the drug kingpin for like a year. Like I understand being undercover, but their if you paid attention, their relationship lasted a year, and she was like fucking this dude. I was like, okay, I don't think you need to roll that deep when you're going undercover. Like, why couldn't you just have her be like a lackey or something? <laughs> like that's like that that never happens. <laughs> it kind of I I think my problem with that is basically in this movie women are good for sex. Yep. Um black people are crazy. Yep. And Latino people are like kind of metrosexual. <laughs> but white people are the heroes. They're they're the level-headed people. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. They're, they're the one making good decisions. I, I mean, that's yeah. what I just don't understand. I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I will say that's how it feels is because like, and maybe I don't like Paul Walker because of this, though. Maybe I feel like he's this blue eyed, blonde hair car Jesus in these movies. And it kind of <laughs> bothers me because I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what makes him so cool. I can't really understand why he's so such a good driver. And, it, yeah. and if he is, that's, I mean, that's one thing, but you haven't, exp- in two movies, I know nothing about this guy. I don't, yeah. I have no fucking <laughs> clue what his backstory is. That is true. And that's driving me crazy. It's like, I want to root for this guy, but I just kind of find myself thinking that no matter what, he's going to just touch it and it will turn to gold. And that's why, I mean, why, why is that compelling? Is it just the cars? I, I wish I had an answer for you. Half the cars are CGI in the fucking movie. <laughs> They're barely cars half the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I I did struggle, and I forgot. It is a slog at the end of this movie. By the time yeah. it gets to the end, it's like, hurry, come on. And the big right. thing in this one was jumping a car onto a boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the big final action scene. Yeah, and um, it's... <laughs> Speaking of, okay, since you brought up the ending, I did have one more note about um, the unbelievability of this movie. So follow me here. In some context, Paul Walker is now wanted by the FBI, as is Tyrese. They turn the money into the police, except they're like, oh, I stole a bunch of money too. And Tyrese was like, yeah, so did I. They lift up their shirts and like, yeah, I got away with a bunch of money. They basically stole like a hundred grand. And the FBI, the criminals, the drug kingpins all know they were involved in this big heist. And now their plans are to open a body shop in Miami. So like they're going to steal a hundred grand and then just open a body shop like in the middle of Miami and the cops are going to be like, yeah, that, that sounds legit. Yeah. Like, no dude, be subtle. Like (laughs) you could have just, (laughs) yeah. The whole fact that they just walked away in the first goddamn place, there's no debriefing. There's no talking about anything. Like there's all like, exactly. Maybe take some money. You know, there's none of that. It's just like, right. All right. Bye guys. Yeah. All right. All right. uh, You got a clean record. Peace. (laughs) Yeah. I hope you didn't take any of those. Seven gillion dollars, by the way. I mean, how much right. fucking money was that? I mean, a, a stupid amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not like to a point when they bust open that wall, and it's like that amount of money is just bad writing. 
Right. Like, yeah. Li- literally somewhere on a whiteboard, they just wrote wall full of money. And nobody <laughs> exactly. thought to make it a, a realistic amount to carry around. Right, right. So, like, it, and, and it's just like, so at the beginning of the movie, I, I, I thought it was kind of funny, too, that um, Paul Walker, who is basically at this point, like, living um, off the grid because he's a wanted criminal, um, goes into, like, this street race. Actually, the, one of the very first scenes when they when they go to have that race and the bridge draws up and everything. What I thought was crazy about that was... Um, Every single person in that race, like there were no street markings or anything, but they all knew the exact route to go. So think about this. They've done that before, probably 10, at least 10 times that they didn't need to, you know, directions. They're like, oh, I know exactly where to go. They were driving all around the town, which means that this is a common street racing, like hot spot. Right. And the cops show up like at the very end of this race and like bust everybody. Like they could have busted Paul Walker a long time ago. Why didn't they? <laughs> right. And <laughs> I don't think that he was really being that secretive. And also, like, yeah, like that's just. <laughs> it's like if you want to make a movie about cars and illegal street racing, Give credit to the people that fucking do it, because I guarantee goddamn to you, if you go to anybody who is an illegal street racer and goes out there and does drags and shit like that, they will laugh in your face if you talk about Fast and Furious. Exactly, yeah. They have to, because they have had people fucking die. Their buddies right. out there dying, because they, they're doing this. I mean, I don't get illegal street racing. I don't really understand why you have to do it illegally. There's drag strips everywhere. In my hometown, yeah. there's there's a racing place. Mm-hmm. It's called Kill Care. <laughs> Odd name. I actually don't understand why it's called Kill Care. It actually sounds really <laughs> Kill Care. <laughs> you motherfuckers! Like it's a little bit intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my, my yeah, but I just I think that if they and I thought a little bit in the first movie they took that a little bit more seriously because also in the first movie everybody had on racing seats and straps and shit. This movie nobody wears a fucking seatbelt ever, <laughs> right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, like that really was a bit that told that told me the tone right there. So in the yeah. first movie we're gonna we're gonna th- these are people who race cars. And here's all their straps and racing seats and harnesses. And then this movie, uh, just fucking no seatbelts were ever made. Mm-hmm, Nobody mm-hmm. will put them on. I mean, I don't even think in the casual scenes anybody wears a seatbelt. And, yeah, and it's right. just it, it's just that level of unbelievability is, yeah, is right. really, I think, sunk this movie. <laughs> I don't know how a third one got made, except for the fact that they're like, we're going to do a completely different thing and hope this hits. Right, right. One last quick thing about the very first scene that I thought was funny was um, it's a very rare um, and unnecessary uh, view of white redemption. And by that I mean, okay, so Paul Walker's character comes out. The black guy that's racing is like, he says something like, I ain't racing with no white guy. Oh, and then really? Paul Walker's, yeah, yeah. He says I ain't racing with no white guy, and then Paul Walker's like, he says something like, "All right, well, you can back out of here and piss everybody off or something." And then he ends up winning the race, and the black guy's like, "Ah," and it was like, "All right, we didn't really need that." Like, I'm pretty sure the white people are just fine without being. Like, 
and I and I, I think if if you haven't seen this movie, it may seems like we're really harping on this race thing. We're not. The movie does. The movie makes it, it yeah beats you over the face with this is a black person, this person's Latino, and uh, and and diversity is one thing. So I think having a movie set in Miami, there should be diversity. That's a diverse mm-hmm. place. But right. what 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 is annoying is that that's their character is their mm-hmm. ethnicity. That's where. Right. This is that problem in film, is their whole character is based around what race they are. And that's what's really frustrating about this movie. So if they're Latino, they're going to have sassy little lines, and they're going to be very loud and flamboyant and 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 <laughs> do shit like that and it's just like you know not it, it it's just it's fucking just a movie of stereotypes and it got yes. really annoying by the end <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> and then even eva mendez who clearly is not really white had none of that like she had yeah. nothing it's not like any uh, dude it i mean it's an Aussie. yeah movie. They also um, played really heavily on the female stereotype. Like you could definitely tell this movie was written by white men uh, because there's that one scene which I thought was really disturbing when they like held the rat on that guy's stomach and like mm-hmm. heated up the bucket and they were like torturing him. Like even Mendez's character, who was supposed to be this like FBI agent, this grizzled FBI agent, was like freaking out because she was like, "Oh, everybody else in the room was like cool about it," but she's like, "Oh my god, I'm a girl. I can't see this." This, this is this is fucked up and it's just like all right like she's an fbi agent like let's stop <laughs> yeah I, I, I think that scene paints it perfectly is that yeah. when they and we're not like i i know like definitely from my perspective i'm not trying to be like a crusader or a white knight against these movies right same yeah i'm just like rooting for them to be good and they they're really letting me down right now. I <laughs> mean, the first, I I really think the first one was a good movie. I just want to emphasize that the first Fast and Furious movie had its flaws, but was good. This one, not very redeemable. I don't mm. understand how a third one got made at all. <laughs> Much less a fourth or a ninth. And, and, and just that's where I'm lost right now. So yeah, uh, yeah I mean. I'm I'm kind of hoping the later ones maybe get better as like filmmaking and and the and the culture shift that was in film maybe has happened at some point right, with these and right. and because, it's actually yeah, going to be compelling. We're looking at it from the frame of our 2020 mindset where those things aren't okay anymore. And I'm hoping that, you know, as the movies can progress, so does the mentality of the writers and this the stereotyping goes away, but we'll find out. Yeah, it it's just there there's old movies that you can go back and watch who the the reason they're timeless is because they didn't do it that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't write a bad script. Therefore it's a timeless movie. So they didn't rely on racial stereotypes or yeah. you know, women are this way, men are this way, you know. Um that kind of thing. And you could go back and then watch movies where you're like, Oh, this did this age terribly this is really bad you know what i mean and i just i think that's what's happening here is we're going back and watching these movies that that were pretty popular um but yeah they didn't age well (laughs) um and it and it's and it's kind of infuriating to watch just because even then i'm just like at the time like i mean i watched them as a kid so i Mm. wasn't like a full-grown adult 
But if I have to have a child's mindset to enjoy these movies, they aren't good movies. Quit fucking making them. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's. I think that's where we're at. We're just th- this one did not land well with us. We're we're a little bit unhappy. Um, I'm hoping to get more out of the franchise. I really hope the third one interests me because this is going to be a rough road if if it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are committed at this point. Like, we're gonna watch them all, no matter how much we like them or not. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really at that point because I need to know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I need to know too. I I want to know it gets better. So yeah, I'm all the I'm, dice. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. All right, guys. Well, yes. Yeah, so moving on. Uh, fa- too fat. Too fast. Too furious. Too many fucking white people making <laughs> shitty movies in the 2000s. You're goddamn right. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Let's wrap this up with a bit of what you cranking. All right, Mitch. I'm going to let you go first this time. What you cranking? Okay. Um, I have been cranking. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I've talked about him before, but it's a um, singer that I've uh, kind of like a country singer that I've really been into lately. His name is John Moreland. Uh, I discovered him probably about a year ago now. Um, and he is just. Shit to, to shift like mind frames here. He is the saddest like dude. He writes the most raw, real lyrics um, that are just like fucking heartbreaking. Um, and for whatever reason, like I resonate with it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I definitely check out John Moreland. He's this like so I would definitely check out watching uh, watching some of his music videos too, or some of his live videos because mm-hmm. like the just his his voice is so real. Um, also it's worth mentioning that he is this like 300 tree fitty pound white guy that (laughs) when he plays a guitar, it looks like a ukulele on him. So like there's just some weird, like, you know, moroseness about seeing him play like, bro, you're going down a path, man. Like, (laughs) um, but then he writes these really like heartbreaking, uh, you know, acoustic country songs, but he put out this new album this, uh, uh, a few weeks ago called LP five, um, which I, you know, definitely check out. It's pretty good. Um, if you feel like having a good cry, listen to John (laughs) Moreland. I like that. I like that. I, yeah, you, yeah. You have really, you have really, uh, and you, you have piqued my curiosity in this person. So I definitely wouldn't mind checking him out. Yeah. Honestly, man, like when I, when I hear some of his songs, like it's uh, like his lyrics make, like, have you ever like listened to somebody and just like, fuck man, how did you come up with a lyric like that? That is one of the most amazing were you know lyrics I've ever heard, and he's he's like that. His his lyricism is far the best thing about him. So. Wow, yeah, no, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, um, I'm kind of on a little bit of the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> I have been listening a lot to Rain Wolf, which I'm surprised we haven't ah, talked yeah, about. Rain Wolf, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just a guy I always go back to. He's fucking insane. I mean, I don't know how to put yeah. it any differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as familiar with Rainwolf. Didn't he have that one? Like, is he kind of a one man band kind of thing where he played the guitar and drums and sang all at the same time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a way that is Damn. not gimmicky. I think it's fucking ungodly. Right. And it's also not all he does. He will go play with a band. It's not like, but mm-hmm. it, I, he's just a really interesting guy. I mean, it is just like rock and roll to the core. It's just rock and roll. 
And that is what I really like about Rain Wolf. I mean, it's just fucking rock and roll. It doesn't really pull punches. I think he's a... I mean, he he is a incredibly... Incredibly talented musician, just in his ability to... He's just one of those people, it's just like an extension of himself. He's just so mm-hmm. comfortable. But at that guy, I have watched play guitar and drums at the same time and now when i say that i feel like everybody in their head is like oh he has like a kick drum I'm like nope this this dude played guitar and nope. played a full <laughs> drum set at the same fucking time yep <laughs> and if you close your eyes you would not fucking know right i, right. I mean it, i mean he's incredible but yeah he came out with a yeah. new song called hardcore yeah and it's different i will say his new song is very different i don't know how i feel about it yet but i just keep going back to him just because I, mm. I, I'm pretty inspired by his ability to kind of be like, there are no rules to this. I'm going to play yeah. guitar. I'm going to shred. I'm not going to use a fucking pick. And I'm going to play drums at the same time. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's and awesome. I'm like, okay. I'm not good at this, yeah. am I? I'm, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> right. So. Um, that, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Rainwolf is badass. I definitely need to get back into him a little bit more. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Too Fast. Two friends, two furious, three questions. <laughs> three questions, too fast, so fucking furious. Thank you for listening. It's been a blast. Check us out on the Facebook, Instagram, Knuckleball Studios, What You Cranking on Spotify. We'll see you next Peace. week. Mwah. <laughs>